episode of The Shannon Show, episode number nine. And this is the best military kid podcast on the internet. I'm pretty sure it's the only one, too. But, yeah, I'm taking that title. Uh, I'm going to need all you guys to subscribe to the channel. Uh, it's the best content. It's The Shannon Show. And you need to follow us on Instagram, at The Shannon Show. And this week's guest is a friend of mine, Michaela Hennigan. Michaela, how are you doing? Yes, sir. I'm doing well. We're living. We're driving. I'm not sick, so we're doing pretty well. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm so happy to have you on the show. This is sweet. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so I just want to get a little background on you, uh, just some things that you've been doing as a military kid, because this is the best military kid podcast on the internet. Uh, something I like to ask all my guests, uh, could you tell me about all the places you've lived, or just okay. where? All right, so we were pretty lucky. We got some. We got two long-duty stations, so I was born uh, and raised in Hawaii for six years. It's It's a rough life, I know. Uh, then we went to California for six years, so you know we, we were hitting the coast. Um, and we had, yeah, I know, like I said, tough life. Um, headed to uh, Virginia for three, then Japan and Oki for three, and now we're back here. I live in Blacksburg now in Virginia, so. Virginia Tech. Yes, yeah, sir. So you were on pretty much on the beach all the time, except for Virginia. Uh, you got yeah, lucky. Yeah, beaches here are not really as cool. They're they're kind of cold. No. Not really about that. No, they, they have some ponds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So which which of the places did you like the least? Oh, the least. Okay, people hate when I say this, but California. Oh, California really? wasn't my thing, only because when you go from Hawaii to California, it's just not fair. So it's <laughs> yeah, just not a fair comparison, in my opinion. Was it a tough transition? Uh, the first time, I would say so. Yeah, I mean, I was I was pretty young, um, so I don't think it had a, as big of an impact on me as later moves did. But it w it was definitely hard, you know, leaving my home. Um, but that's kind of one thing about being in the military is I feel like you pick up a lot of different homes along the way, and it's it's always nice to move to a new community. So, so what what do you consider to be? I, this is always a tough question for military yeah. kids. But what do you consider to be your home? Like it's my favorite. Like one. Bring my back. <laughs> <laughs> that which we ran into this problem this past year with seniors and and you know finding oh what's where are you from in in the yearbook? Yes. We yeah. all just kind of sat there and we're like, what do you mean? And there were like four different answers. Are they People stupid? Countries and you know, but. Um, home, I think for me at least, oh gosh, that's terrible. Now I don't even know what to say. Um, my home, I would actually classify it as, uh, classify as Hawaii. Cause that's, that's really where I, yeah, that's where, <laughs> that's where I'm from. Um, but I think Japan definitely had the biggest impact on my life and I, I, I miss it the most for sure. Yeah. I remember like a Kubi, like for all the Far East sports, they'd always ask you for your hometown. I'm like, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. what is this? who do you think you're talking to? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So bad. Uh, so I want to talk about just a little bit about what you're doing now. So you said you're at Virginia Tech. Yep. Uh, how did, what's your major? My major, so I, uh, my major is environmental policy and planning, which is a big mouthful, EPP. It's uh, under <laughs> uh, urban affairs. And so what I'm doing right now, at least this year, is looking at policy administration on the urban um, and public level and then also looking at environmental like impacts and so it's just really bringing together like legislation and environmental so it'd be like heading into environmental law um any like engineering and whatnot as well and so it's like a really firm foundation on um just the governmental side of environment so it's pretty neat uh, i wasn't too sure about it when uh, when i got here i'll be honest when i applied i was like this is what I'm doing with my life. And then a month later, I was like, oh my God, what am I doing with my life? And so it was a, it was scary. Yeah, it was, it was a little scary because I think this was the only school where I didn't go undecided because this was the first one I applied to. And so then after that, I realized I was like, that was the most stupid thing I've ever done. 
And so luckily, though, it all seemed to work out. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm, I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm not taking any math classes, so life is great. I love it here. Uh, I... uh, no issues. I will not be saying that for the next three years after this. But this year is great. <laughs> yeah, that sounds great, honestly. I know you got into a lot of the environment stuff in Okinawa, right? Yeah, yeah. And that was through, like, I know your JSH, uh, JSHS project was yeah. very centered around that. Did you do that your senior year as well? Uh, actually, no. I kind of switched it up. No, actually, not at all. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Different route my senior year. I had wanted to. I I am really big on having these amazing and great ideas and then having no follow-through. <laughs> and so I... I Rendition number one of my project had to do with um, growing coral new ecosystems and using um, 3D printed plastic. And it would have been the coolest thing ever if I had found any reasonable way of following through with it, but that didn't exist. And so then I, I kind of had to switch a little and I did. Yeah, it was it was a little interesting. Um, I actually looked more on like the, the statistical side and with um, kind of like economics view on military kids. So for your best military kids podcast, yeah, uh, I uh, I looked at the way that um, military kids see themselves and in, in the careers that we um, kind of subconsciously envision ourselves in in the future. And so saying that if your parents are really successful, you kind of are raised and conditioned to see yourself in a really successful job in the future. And so I did more research and, and look into that and then compared it across the board with uh, essentially all the kids who participated in Kubasaki. And so it was like some 600 kids. So it was uh, definitely a little different so, environment. <laughs> yeah, so what did you find from that? You said that a lot of kids, what, what do you mean by they wanted to follow their parents? Yeah, so it's more of saying like, you know, when, like when you ask kids what they want to be when they grow up and they'll give you these, you know, really cute but like backwards ideas of what they want to do. And so it was doing the same thing but asking high school students and saying, you know, how realistic do you think, you know, your goals are? Where do you think you're going to be in life? What do you, you know, what are your, what are the markers? Where do you want to achieve? And comparing that then, I asked them about their parents and their parents' history and whatnot. And I was trying to figure out if, you know, we really do have these ideas that are, are molded from our parents' lives. And so are we living, you know, we're trying to live replicas of our, of our parents subconsciously, even if we say, you know, I hate my parents and all this, but yeah. actually model our, our lives after them in a way. And uh, from what I found, um, just from my 600 people, you know, survey was that that was true. And so we have, we have, you know, kids who will, tend to follow after their their parents paths um and I, I what i really wanted to do is in the future um look and compare this to different like school systems because our you know for yeah. being in the military especially being in japan like and in high school your parents have to be within you know a certain rank to for you to live there in high school again and so it was looking at you know these these parents have careers rather than jobs and so i wanted to be able to test it with more like stateside and public school but that whole thing of no follow through and here we are so. yeah that's that's interesting stuff um that's yeah because i do feel like military kids there's maybe a little more subconscious pressure just from the lifestyle that they live and you're always moving around with your parents and you're just like it's all about your parents careers whenever you're a military kid you're just going around following that so it's like you have to then take your dreams and they have to like come together real quick yeah absolutely uh, so that's really interesting i didn't know you did that yeah. It's a lot different than the environment, but yeah, yeah. it's good to hear. Yeah. Uh, so something that I ran into whenever I came back to the States is whenever I came here directly from Japan, just like you did, obviously you knew, but someone comes up to you, they're like, hey, where are you from? Michaela, what's your answer right off the spot? Japan. Japan. They're and their like, reaction is, 
oh my god that is exactly. so cool and i'm like oh yeah but it's like at that point too where like at first it was like well you know i'm from japan and now it's like i'm from i'm from i know i'm out of state yeah <laughs> it's like it's <laughs> you know? slowly they're like oh where at and i was like oh yeah, here and there, and it's, so it's like it's got to a point yeah. where I don't want to say anything because then the question I have to respond with is, "Well, where are you from?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, I know." I, I'm like, "I'm yeah. sorry." It's, <laughs> yeah, and I, it's I, like I, you I, feel I, bad asking. I'm not trying to make people feel bad. I just don't know where to go with that, and so I'll try to avoid that question. I'm like, "Yeah, crazy transition. The time zone, incredible." And I'm like, "I just don't know where to go." Exactly, right. and there's like layers to it. They're like, and someone asked me. They said, "So you're basically living Tokyo Drift?" And I said, "No." Oh, <laughs> I have a new like actually disliking for that film solely because I'm like, I know you couldn't drive like that as soon as you got there. That's not how that works. Yeah. And that's my biggest frustration. <laughs> But yeah, I try. Like, there's different, like, different people. Like, I kind of can categorize people in, in, you know, what they've, the questions they ask as a follow up. And uh, there were, I met these guys one night, um, twins actually, and their their parents are truly, they are, they are Japanese. Like, they are from Japan, unlike yeah. fake Japanese me. And yes. uh, they asked, they were like, either like, oh, where are you from? And I was like, oh, Japan. And they started going off in Japanese. And I was like, not that Japan, not that no. Japan, not <laughs> much. And so then you know, got that going over. Then at the same time, I had people who will, like they'll ask me, um, um, yeah, how much Japanese I speak. And then what is it? I have like the most random questions come up, and and I just like I don't know. I feel like like a circus show, and yeah, it's yeah. sometimes, but at the same time, I'm like, I just want to say Alexandria, but I'm sorry, like, right, Alexandria. Do it. So boring. I can't. I don't want yeah. to. I know. I'm not saying I fiend for the attention, but it's not disappreciated. Yeah, it's tough. And that, you didn't take Japanese in Japan. No. No. Yeah. So I take three stop, years of it. Stop, maybe. And that's it. <laughs> that's it. Yes, I I took like a few years. So like when people ask me if I know any Japanese, I'm like, yeah, a little bit. And then like an actual Japanese person, I just get embarrassed. You know, <laughs> I hear. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then you have to explain to them that you didn't live. They don't even know Okinawa is a thing. They just, mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah. no, it's actually an island pretty far away from the rest. It's a yes, funny yeah. story. Yeah, no, absolutely. And then, I'll, like, people will get confused, too. And I was like, well, we lived on an island. And they're like, yeah, Japan. I was like, no, there's, like, there's oh, some. Well, well. I had somebody who told me that I didn't live in Japan because it wasn't on. Like, <laughs> I was like, no, 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 I swear. I swear. I promise. Sure. I was there. Yeah. I actually, there's some people who do know what Okinawa is because I, I have to show you my Crocs. I have Please do. Okinawa, all right? And I wear these with pride. It doesn't matter what I'm wearing. This is the first time on the Shannon Show. Yeah, yeah. Is, wow, that is great. They're pretty dope, okay? I mean, the color with the, what do you call the things the that cheese. go in the hole? Yeah, I mean, I know those. I meant the uh, just things in general. I love Okinawa. Wow. Yes. Gibbets? Soba. Gibbets. That's Gibbets. the word? Okay, sorry. Yeah, I've got some dim sum soba. I've got I love Okinawa. And, you know, I, I just got some little, 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 you know, designs on here. And I was on the elevator, and a guy looked down. He's like, Okinawa, no way, in Japan? And I didn't even know what to do. I was like, yeah, how did you know that? Yes. And I forget that some people some people like no history, because I'm not one of those people. And he's like, oh, I know all about it. And I, he's, like, asking me questions. I'm like, I have no idea what's going on right now, and I'm from there. Yeah. But, yeah, the gibbets definitely bring about conversation. So. Great gibbets. I love that word. <laughs> uh, that's great. So I have a little game that we're going to play uh i haven't done one of these since carolina's episode that was okay. a while back that was episode three but it's called i don't even know if i can find it 
Yes, it's gonna be called Name That Max. Do you go by Mac? I feel like Yeah, yeah, Mac. Yes, okay. Mac. I don't know. I'm never called over here, that. Mac Attack, okay. whatever you I want. guess we're not on that level. It's it's a good uh, in there. So I have seven different seven different words and they each contain Mac within the word. And I'm gonna give you a hint and you're gonna tell me what the word is. And if you get them all right, then I'm gonna be doing a merch giveaway. So like just don't let the fans down. I'm so sorry, fans. Listen, <laughs> so I'm so you're gonna follow this in advance. <laughs> It's it's not hard. I promise you. You'll you'll get the first two. I think. Okay. All right, just let me know when you're ready. I'm ready when you are. Ready when I am. Ready when you are. Uh, I was gonna time you, but I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna be polite. See, I'm like a person. Yes. All right. This Mac is a dry pasta shaped like a narrow tube. Usually takes like nine to twelve minutes to cook. Macaroni. Macaroni in a pot. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Okay, I got that one. We're good. Okay, number two. <laughs> this is the name of the laptops made by the company Apple. Mac. Just MacBook. Yes, there you go. Okay. I, I, I'm gonna put like a ding sound effect for every time okay. you get one right. It's just so. <laughs> You're like a big bell, actually. Like we're gonna we gotta hype it up. Oh, right. a little. Okay. 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 <laughs> All right. This Mac. This is a nut that goes great in a cookie, and they're indigenous to Australia. Macadamia nut. There we go. That's three in a row. Three in a row. You're getting hot in the bubble. Yes. Absolutely. Funny story about that. Um, so as a as a Catholic, we had to pick our, our confirmation saints, right? Yes. And I was like, for the longest time, the only one that I could think of was a man who I thought went by the name Macadamia nut. <laughs> I was like, I want to be Saint Macadamia nut. Turns out his name was Damien. It's kind of a letdown. But I, oh. entire childhood until eighth grade, thought his name was Saint Macadamia nut. So <laughs> that's, that's yeah. I would have wanted to pick him as well. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Kind of went yeah. down the cool factor. Could resonate. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one. This is a rapper from Seattle. He is known for his hit song "Thrift Shop." Macklemore. Yes, that's four. <laughs> Were you worried for a second? <laughs> uh, next, uh, this French dessert is a sweet meringue confection with egg white, icing sugar, and food coloring. Macaroon. Yes, we have only two macaroon. left. There's only two left. I have never actually had one. It's just terrible. So. Me neither. I don't okay. know. Yet. <laughs> All right, number six. This is a very common fish found in both temperate and tropical seas. They are grayish blue. It's, <laughs> you got this. Oh, how many guesses do I, what if I get it wrong? Can I guess again? I'll give you like a pass, yeah. Maybe, I wish we had a phone a friend feature. That would make this show like way more interesting. I can get my, my hallmates, they're. <laughs> no, I feel free. I mean, I can, we can cut right through. Okay, uh, mackerel? Yes, that is correct. Wow, you, what do you mean? You don't need no hallmates. You never That's know. six yeah, down, you only have one more. Emotional support. That's true. That's true. All right, last one. You told me you weren't good at this. This is the study of the overall aspects and workings of a national economy. Macroeconomics. Wow, that is seven for seven. It looks like we're gonna be giving away some merch. <laughs> that is great. That is. I have to make these games way harder. Carolina won like super no, easy too. No, no, I just I think I guess I think you guys are like I don't know. I'm not it's okay. Look, you know what? If people get merch, give the people what they want. It's cool. Honestly, yes. We uh, get your own merch. By the way, everybody, go get your own merch. Jeez, or I can give you some for free. We're not gonna have to do that. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. Thank you, Michaela, for playing. Name that Mac. I'm gonna have to make a logo for it. Put it on there too. I'm not like setting myself up. I'm way too lazy for like saying all these things. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's talk a little bit more about Okinawa. 
this is where I met you. Sorry, I probably should have said that at the very beginning. Uh, <laughs> you uh, were part of the Kubasaki track team. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about that. When, What year did you get started and what events did you participate in? So track, um, I actually started before high school. I was running, what, I started seventh grade uh, and I, I've been running on track ever since. I started as a long distance runner because apparently I hated myself. Um, <laughs> shout out to long distance runners. You guys are pretty cool. I could never. Running in circles is not my forte. I lose right. count. So, uh, but anyways. <laughs> Um, started as distance, then um, finishing up my senior year, though we didn't have any meets, um, I ran 100 meter high hurdles, 300 meter low hurdles, uh, through shot put, uh, through discus, and then I was doing some work with a. You did all the cool stuff. I know, I know that is, <laughs> because I also did relays. I did the four by 100 meter relay, and I was starting to work on the uh, 100 meter sprint for some unknown reason. Oh, and they made me run the 400 meter. Sorry, that was the most. That's gross. Yeah. It was terrible. I would I would have rather run actually with those distance kids I just, you know, put out there than do the 400 again. Sorry. Yeah, the, honestly, the kids who run distance, I think there's something like they're they're built different. They, they are built different. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Mentally, mentally. <laughs> uh, so what trips did you go on for for track? So my sophomore year when I got to Japan, I went um, to Taiwan um, then we went to mainland Japan. We competed in Yokota my sophomore year. Same thing for junior year, only we didn't go to Taiwan, so we just went to, uh, to mainland. And then we didn't have a meet senior year, so in my heart, yeah. went. I went in spirit, but that was, uh, it was Taiwan. And so. which, which trip, did any of the trips, like, stand out to you in particular? Like, any... Uh, just within track, I I love Taiwan. It was it was a lot of fun. It was an invitational meet um, with Taipei American School, so that was really cool. I still have a shirt. I like I like bringing my my Japanese shirts and repping them around. And I'm me like, too, me too. Okay, and I've got like the logos on the back, so I just happened to wear my hair up, and I'm like, oh, me at the gym. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, just wait. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Taiwan was a ton of fun. I actually have pictures up on my little wall. Um, from Taiwan, then uh, I Far East. My junior year was a trip. Like it was, it was a trip. They put us in log cabins. We were two hours what? from the meet. Yeah, yes, yes. Did you have to run to the meet? Okay, essentially, essentially. Yes. So, so the the guys they lived right, or like right in the towers, right by the the track. You can essentially see the track from you know like the towers where they would they would put you in Yokota. Were you able ever to go uh, to? Um, I went to I th I. Went to Tokyo. Yeah, I went to mainland. Yeah, I think. I can't even. It's, about, it's been like five months. I don't even remember where I was. But uh, <laughs> um, the boys were really close. It was like a maybe at max an 11-minute drive. I'll give you the 11, okay? Okay. And for us, at the shortest, it was at least an hour and a half from these cabins where you could do equestrian by the cabins we were so far out. We were competing by Tokyo. We were in equestrian cabins. So Wait, that, so the girls were in a different, were at the cabins. Yep. And the, and boys, the boys were in the 11 minute drive. Okay. Yep. And that was super cool. So that was um, interesting. And then we slept on a gym floor for the last night while the boys are still in their beds in, in the, uh, in the towers. Cause they wanted to separate guys and girls because the year prior we had done right. a um, far East wide manhunt. And I guess that wasn't really appreciated when it was all of the high schoolers running around in Yakota, uh, all yeah, that's a lot of kids, especially for track. Yeah, I don't even know how these people had so much energy. Just I was like, like how are you running? It was literally our last day. Yeah. I just wanted to go to sleep. 
So, uh, but yeah, that was, they split us. So that was, that was interesting. Um, so I think for the actual enjoyment of the trip, Taiwan was my favorite for essentially just the meme to look back on it. Definitely uh, last year <laughs> East. <laughs> okay. So let's move on. That's, that's a good story. Uh, <laughs> the other sport you participated in, did you volleyball? Yes. Was, yeah. Were those the only two? Yeah, actually. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, and I did cross country my my sophomore year here as well, or in Japan as well. But but yes, volleyball was the one. So let's. How did you get started playing volleyball? Um. So I actually had Hogan as a PE coach at first. Um. So I, I kind of I got to know him through that way just a little bit. You know, like the awkward like silence moments where we just stare each other right in the yes. eyes, looked at my soul. That's actually how I met him. We were standing there, and he just stared at me, and I just I didn't move. And it was the scariest thing ever. And then he just started laughing at me. So that was, yeah, the most uncomfortable situation I had been in that entire I'm year. So sorry. Uh, it worked out though, you know. So I, I had, um, I kind of fell in with a little friend group that was actually just the volleyball girls um, through through one or two other people. And so I got to know them. They seemed like they were having fun, you know, for the most part. It's a volleyball team, so you can only have so much fun. Um, but uh, then. I looked at the sport, like I actually started looking at it after cross country and I realized that volleyball was probably the only sport that I had not played and I also knew that I was going to suck at. And so I said, that's the one. This will be bad. You want to set yourself up for failure. I accept. And I started volleyball. So yeah, it was really because I knew it was going to be really difficult and I wanted to be able to beat that. (laughs) And you won a Farley's championship. Yes, I was a part of that. I... Uh, more on the secondhand part of it, but yeah, I was there for my junior. We won Far East, and then senior year, um, yeah, we were we were second. So, we uh, it was it was a lot of fun. It was really neat. Wow. Yeah. So, what was that? What were those trips like? I know that must have been a little bit different with just the volleyball team. I know you're laughing already. I can't. <laughs> Every single time I ask one of the volleyball girls about the trips, they're just yeah. <laughs> well, for starters, there's never any off time. Um, just as soon as you get on the bus to go to leave uh, the school actually as soon as you're leaving school um hogan's got like a hacky sack at all times and if he throws it to you and you don't catch it push-ups on the spot down get them done proper form yes we we do we literally yeah and like on on trains um in the middle of the airport with your bat i was holding three bags and he threw one at me and i just looked at him and he was like Oh, what the heck? And so, you know, like, it's dedication. Like, you have to be on your game. Like, there's no sleeping. There is no eating. No, no, no. You'd be ready for that hacky sack at any time. So that was, just from the start, it was literally always working out. But uh, it was early mornings, um, get up and practice before tournament. Um, and then sometimes a practice shoot after. And then it was it was a early morning, late evening. But we had so much fun. Um, love Korea was fun. We got to go in, out in town at one point and look around. Um, we got to eat bulgogi, which was amazing. Only at one point. <laughs> yeah, at one point. Yes, because all the other times we were we were practicing, and so like at one point we were up at six a.m. We didn't have a game until I think like nine or ten, but we had to get the the pregame practice before our game, and so we literally pregamed, but not in the sense that everybody else would. Like we literally practiced to pregame. Yeah. Everyone else on those trips, pregame's a little different, I think. Yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, like I said, it was always, it was uh, always going to be on top of your game, but it was a lot of fun. Um, and I, you know, you always like, we grew really close after those trips, whether you wanted to or not. Yes, I, I hear you on that. <laughs>
<laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, if anyone else wants to hear more volleyball stuff, uh, I interviewed Ari last week. She had a lot to say about that, too. Always great talking to her. How was she as a manager, by the way? Just... she was great she was so great she was always on top of it and I like she always like kept me on top because I would feel bad if I didn't say thank you and so I think I would say thank you at least like 300 400 times in a practice (laughs) at that point because you have to get so many reps and uh like it got to a point where there was actually a running joke on the team about how many times and how I would say thank you and uh because like I felt I was like this I'm sorry but this sucks I was like, I would not want to be you because Hogan has no mercy, essentially, no matter who you are. I'm sure they have their little clicks, but we were, I was one time when uh, we were we were practicing and Hogan's like, well, I'll show you how to do it. He's like, do his, my favorite sentence. Do what I do. Do what I do. And so he goes up and he hits the ball and boom, there goes Ari's face right at the he ball. He hit Ari? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, and she went to the nurse and then later came back and they had little words and I think... Uh, he was definitely conscious of his surroundings every time he went up to say, do what I do from there on out. Oh but God. no, she was, she was great, though. She was super great. Yeah, it was bad. I, there were so many times when I would get hit in the face. I wasn't even on the same like court as him. And I was like, what are you doing? I was like, this is just this is like targeted like at me anymore. Yeah, this is not OK. Oh, yeah. No, but, draw a line. Uh, well, 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 he is the coach. So no, like, not, not with him. Yeah, not with him. Oh, I know. <laughs> he always scared me, too. I couldn't imagine I would be with him after school every day. Yeah. It's like... Think, uh, for, like, for practice, it was always, like, the hardest statement is when he would look at you, and he would, like, he would, like, kind of stop, and he was like, I know you're better than this, so what's what's going on? What's, what's, how come it's not working? And I'm like, I don't know, and he just has <laughs> crying. It's, it's the Stop soul. asking hard questions. Yeah, I know, and it was like, I don't even know how I'm supposed to answer that. And so it got to a point, like, if, if a girl didn't cry once a week, then you weren't practicing hard enough. You know, it was, uh-huh. like, the commitment that that team put in, immaculate, astronomical, all those big words. Yeah, it was amazing. So, yeah, no, we worked for our spot for sure. But it was it was a fun time. Lots of laughs. We had a lot of laughs, you know. <laughs> Next I have the questions that people sent us on Instagram. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Our fans. They're not bad. They're not bad. Uh, we'll start with a Juliet. She says, tell her I miss her. Like, does she I think this is good kisses. video content? Like, what was this? Kisses for Juliet. Is this, is this like a conversation? Like, do you just want to host the show, Juliet? Is that what you want to do? Yeah, um, feel free to text me at any time. I'm here. Yeah. Next question. <laughs> it's not even a question. I asked for questions. Read the directions. <laughs> Uh, next from Kariana, she asks, how do your first days at a new school go? Ooh, um, I'll answer this too when you're done. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, difference in high school and I'd say difference in, in college for sure. Yeah. Um, college, it's kind of nice as a freshman because everybody's just about as lost as you are, yeah. which is really cool. Um, I would say less like social anxiety of like being a freshman in high school actually, just because it was like we've transitioned now enough enough you know amount of times where it becomes more comfortable i was still nervous beyond compare though don't no doubt about it but it was a fact that i had moved in a few days prior and now i was kind of like my life was now here and i I had to adjust no matter what plus i live right next to the dining hall so if things ever get that bad i just eat right over there and we're cool everything is great but people here are really cool so adjustment hasn't hasn't been bad yeah i would agree going to college is not yeah, I mean, it's not easy, but, like, everyone's coming from different places. Even if it's 20 minutes down the road, like, everyone, yeah. like, 
everyone's new to each other, in a, at yep. least in some aspects. But going to a new high school, I think it depends. If it's like a Dodds, if it's like on base high school, I don't think it, it's usually fine. Like it's yeah. usually Great. pretty accepting, like very transition friendly. Mm-hmm. That was but, what um, I definitely appreciated about about living on base and going to school because I had never gone to to school on base or lived on one. So uh, I, I like the fact that you know everybody transitioned out so frequently. Um, and uh, I, I, you know, it was kind of nice because I didn't feel like I was the, the one kid who was out of place. Yeah. Um, it, was, it was pretty nice. But it, again, I kind of feel similar here, except the fact that, you know, I'm from Japan. So as long as I don't bring that up, then I feel normal as everybody else. Yeah, but, it's tough. I think you just have to remind yourself to get out there a little bit whenever you go to a new place. Yeah. Which can be difficult because it's like so easy to just like kind of shield yeah. off a little bit but yep. it's you just have to you just have to do it i mean it's like ripping off yeah. a band-aid except it's your entire life forever just no, can't it's not forever upstairs on the sixth floor i live on four there's a uh, seven floors and i go up and i have i brought to college specifically a um cookie pan and cookie dough no so way friendship cookies and i do it like twice a week now i have a fan base i have i, I just known people don't know my name it's cookie girl cookie it's, girl explore okay that might not be friends will come yeah i don't know know, but you know friends of friends will come up and at one point i remember i was sitting there and i had one friend and all of a sudden nine guys walk around and they're like hey and i'm like oh my god so you know yeah you gotta get out there even in the littlest ways and so i think i know more people on the seventh floor than i do on my own floor because cookie girl has cookies there so even it's something like cookies (laughs) are they macadamia uh, unfortunately not. Come not. on, what what are we doing? What are we doing here? No, oh, I gotta get I gotta get my life together. Jeez. <laughs> One thing uh, at a time. Uh, so I hope that answered the question. Uh, next, uh, Alex Saber, he said, "How's life treating you?" Which I guess we just talked about a lot. It's last time he said, "How's life?" and now he really stepped up there with the uh, yeah, treating us. Thank you. Um, it's treating me pretty well. Like I said, I wake up every morning and I am thankful that I'm not sick and I'm I'm here. I'm not at home, you know, in all seriousness. Yeah. So I'm here because we have people um, up and down my hall. So my hall is, uh, it's co-ed, I guess you could call it that. I, guys and girls are both on the same floor. My neighbors are guys to the right and the left, actually. And so it's like, you know, there are a whole ton of mix of people with all these different friend groups. So sometimes it's a little, um, like, worrisome just living on campus right now, especially here where we have so many mixed different groups of people. And so, like, our uh, one of the guys three doors down is this is the first case on our floor that was confirmed positive. Um, we've oh, had, wow. like, like, yeah, we've had, like, little... Okay, so the way that they'll do it here at school is they'll... You have different options for how you want to get tested. Um, and if you have symptoms, then it doesn't matter if, you know, you actually end up coming out as negative or positive. You have to go into the quarantine dorms. So they'll, they'll put you in a dorm for, you know, up to two weeks, um, if need be, even if you're negative. So it's, it's a little scary. And we've had, I think, we've had about eight or nine people that have had to have leave and go to the dorms that across the hall right here. A girl went home for the semester because she doesn't even want to work with it. And so, yeah, we've had people go home, but we just got the first official case um, on our floor at least. So it's a little worrisome, but again, that's why I wake up every day and I, I'm thankful that I'm not sick, thankful that I'm in class and I got to go to practice. I'm, I'm working on a club volleyball team, hopefully. Nice. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm happy to be here, like, quite literally. <laughs> yeah. Stay safe, kids. Absolutely. Don't do drugs, either. Uh, <laughs> nope, not. Uh, next one is from Johnny, and I think we have a lot to talk about here. He asked for our favorite memory from Koya Club. Oh. Uh, I don't even know where to start. Exactly. Uh, 
I'm just gonna throw out like one or two from myself personally. I loved it. Remember, Mr. Koya, he would just randomly call on Julian. Do you remember this? Oh, Julian. Oh my God. In my senior, an AP Gov with me. I I had Koya for the next three years. Really? I didn't I had, have him again. That's. I had him my sophomore, junior, and yeah. twice my senior year, and I had him also for seminar for my last two years. Wow. So I had like, literally every morning I wake up and see Ronnie C. Like that was. My schedule. <laughs> Ronnie C. Uh, yeah. So. Uh, um. Yeah, that Julian jokes didn't stop. They didn't stop. They didn't stop. They, no, That's even in like, and we had less people than we did in our sophomore class, and so it was sometimes it was even worse if he didn't know because we would just like sit there and nobody knew, and it was just oh. You just calling mm. Julian. Oh god. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's. Do you remember Byron and his phone? Yeah. There's like something with his phone too. Yeah, yeah. He had his flip phone. And and Byron pulled out his phone. He was like, no, Byron. Put that away. <laughs> he, like, apologized. Yeah. No, Byron's like a fever dream. For some reason, I forgot that he was in our class for, like, a year. And as soon as you bring <laughs> up the name, I was like, oh, Byron. I don't know where yeah, he me, went. Me neither. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I hope he's a fan of the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I lived for the, the awkward moments in, in Koya Club. And it was, like... They were really painful to be in at the time, but now when you look back, you can kind of laugh. And I was like, when, well, we're not going to put names out, but when two people in our class were no longer dating. And oh my gosh, oh, it was like my favorite couple, and he was siding with one of them. <laughs> and then we all just sat there because it was just happened. They had just broken up, and we're like, oh, Mr. Gloria. And he just kind of looked at us, and he, you know, he was laughing, laughing to himself. He just thought it was the funniest yeah, no, thing. He just, Sit there and looked around, and he like for a good five seconds was like, I totally yeah. forgot about that. He's like, I did that, and then he's like, What? And we're like, They're not together anymore. And they were sitting, you know, like I think they were sitting at different tables, and both yeah. of them were just like, Oh god, that one hurt. That oh, one Dev, hurt, man. That's something like if if Ronnie and I got into an argument, I was like, Well, it's, it's like that one time when you said that, yeah. and that's what I would use. Oh god, <laughs> yeah, this is the we have like the big tale of two cities book like above his door right and i wrote like my name i wrote my spam username on there <laughs> it's like 30 characters long say about that every time he looks up he's like oh shannon he's like he's like it's my wall and look what he did to me he's like i wish he had done that and i was like yeah he hates it i i remember the second i did it because we did it like the chalk pen or something and i turn around and i like make eye contact with him and he was just like what have you done like you can't erase it like it's wasn't it other than the bricks that was like the first thing up on his wall yeah and yeah i'm (laughs) not on it anywhere else that's it i I know right yeah no there's more on the wall now people got their bricks i actually need to have somebody paint my brick because i i finally made it in life to the koya wall the wall of fame you know that's that's another good memory is when uh mr wooten was our, uh, our yes some of the best week. memories are from mr wooten he's not even mr koya and it was literally only the first week of the school like i don't know that probably doesn't say oh yeah but uh when he wrote the six and i just remember when koya came back in and was was fuming he's like my wall it was like like he yes. hurt the kid he was like my wall so i made the wall and i'm very proud so that is good made it somewhere yeah. In, i guess yeah I, mr wooten he also like broke down a coca-cola commercial for us Yes. I'm not sure if you remember that. That was one of the funniest things ever. Um, <laughs> it's like they're about to have sex in a public library. Yes, he's like, good, break into places, jump fences. Yes. Oh, yeah. oh gosh. Good man. You know, I never really saw him again after. Because once uh, once he and Mrs. Wooten had their baby, he was kind of taking care of a of little dude. Ah, so, boo. 
I want to say it was. And so then after that, yeah, he didn't he didn't really come around as much. And I was like, why am I at this school? What am I here for? There's no reason. You were here for him? Uh, the baby. Nobody brought the baby. Oh, the baby. The baby. It was for the baby. I was like, yeah. what use are you people? I remember, like, showing up to Koi's class early, like, multiple times. And you were in there hanging out with the baby. Yes. And I was like, okay. That's okay. cool. Yeah. I'm like, I guess she doesn't have other friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I miss that kid. I didn't even. They have no idea who I am. I'm sure. Man, but, you know. Tough. You spent so much time with them. I know. Sorry. It's a hard life. <laughs> yeah. I, we, we it's not out yet well it will be out by the time people see this but sammy's episode we covered his romance with miss wooten so oh, yeah he, he yeah. loved talking about it you know he's really yeah. really big yeah. on that we were junior year uh we were spanish four so i got yeah. front row seats yep uh i'm sorry i'm so sorry <laughs> <laughs> i'm actually so sorry like i i saw it in only small chunks and i'm like <laughs> it was very it was Okay, intimate is probably not the word I want to no, use. No, wrong word, wrong word. Wrong word. He yeah. thought it was. <laughs> yes, yeah. We had to do a tango lesson one time. Or no, it wasn't tango. We the were salsa. Um, salsa, yeah. He still he talks was... about that to this day. To this day, he talks about that. What is I? It was just the fact that he refused to dance with me, and he went over to Miss Wooten. And I was. Wow. I know. Wow. And that's. I just remember that moment. I was like, I see where we are. Yeah. <laughs> it is erica that's true that's very true (laughs) i yeah so that's that wraps up our instagram questions i'm going to need more from you guys next time we need a better turnout unacceptable unacceptable behavior did did you like your meme i'm sorry did you like your meme the pirates of the caribbean oh yes i was i i I don't really want to ask where you got those pictures i'm a little concerned i had to do some stalking don't worry about it okay all right yeah no but it wasn't it was like yes it was for professional reasons because you know actually one of them was from the taco ball uh video which now i have a reason to plug that into the video here for everyone to see (laughs) so there we go nervous when i saw it, it was like shannon hyde tagged you i was like oh no oh no no no, no. i wouldn't just post that <laughs> oh god okay yeah yeah no i'll i'll take the caribbean over over taco ball for sure yeah talking <laughs> everyone uh, just watched it anyways which is okay okay or maybe i'll cut it i'll decide i'll decide later we can talk okay, about all right. it okay all right maybe <laughs> yeah maybe if you get some merch then we'll talk about it <laughs> oh okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's okay so that's <laughs> it's gonna wrap up this episode of the shannon show i hope all you guys enjoyed make sure to follow the shannon show on instagram big thank you to michaela for joining the show very clutch i hope to stay in touch and look forward to seeing you guys next week